All right. We can only do so much about Mac Jones and the Super Bowl and all the other things that will be mostly irrelevant by the time this podcast is downloaded and consumed and the big game is played. It's time to look long and deep into the true 2023 offseason. And that's why now Six Rings and Football Things proudly presents, ready for this production? Our official positional offseason breakdown previews. Nice. And we be- Thank you very much. <laughs> Put a lot of time and effort into that one. So we begin, Andy, with a position that I'll just go ahead right now and say, I don't think the Patriots are going to have to or need to spend too much time looking into. And we will share our, we're calling it our interest ratings or our in, our interest ratings, if you will, uh, position by position. We'll begin with one I don't think the Pats need to spend too much time on, and that would be running backs. Uh, the New England Patriots will go into the 2023 season with three running backs under contract, second year of Kevin Harris and second year of Pierre Strong Jr. And of course, the third season of feature back and dare we say offensive fulcrum, Ramondre Stevenson. Damian Harris is a free agent. We'll see if the New England Patriots choose to bring him back. Sadly, Ty Montgomery, uh, promising as he was last year in the preseason and in the first game of the year in Miami uh, as a sort of offensive weapon, third down back alternative, got injured multiple times and was out for the season. I don't know if the Patriots will bring him back on a flyer or if he has any Foxborough future. Uh, So, Andy, I've already kind of staked my claim and showed my cards to the audience. I don't think this is a position the Patriots should spend too much time uh, looking into free agents and drafting prospects, though I do believe the need to establish a legitimate third down back is a priority for the offense uh, and whatever Billy O'Brien puts together going forward. What say you football guy? Okay. So obviously Ramondre Stevenson had a breakout year. You, you look mm-hmm. at a guy that led your team in rushing, led your team in receptions um, was a top 10. I don't know where exactly where he finished, but yards from scrimmage guy at the end of the mm-hmm. year was a playmaker. Despite what may have befallen him a couple games late in the year, he is a star popular player for this offense, the centerpiece of the offense stud stud and everybody loves him work ethic, all those things heading into year three. So you don't even have to plan for, Oh, what are you going to do after the year? How, you know, how long is he going to be around? You have him under contract for two more years. That's the reality of Ramondre Stevenson. But what you brought up to me is the key part. What is his role? Do you believe Mm -hmm. he can be a dual threat, you know, sort of thunder and lightning all in his own kind of running back in the backfield centerpiece. You know, I've compared Le'Veon Bell. We know what Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, some of these guys are. Is he that? If he is that, how do you utilize your young backs, Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris, with two very different skill sets? Kevin Saquon. Harris. Is- I like that. No, nope. a lot, a lot of people are comparing Ramondre to Saquon. That's a very well, man, I know you want is what I call him. Um, well, you've said Le'Veon Bell before. We, and then I like, transitioned we, to Saquon because it's more huh. sexy. I think people are already huh. forgetting who Le'Veon Bell was. So I have to update my comps to uh, people. Oh, man, that are does, call, does mentioning Le'Veon Bell make us sound old? I feel like it does. Because like some Damn. kids are like, hey, is that the guy that had the boxing match? That is that Le'Veon Bell? Yeah. And he was a great running back before he sort of torpedoed his own career by holding out and, and going to the Jets and all that. Um, go. But Kevin Harris, we saw a little cameo from. I think he had like 60 total snaps, few carries, massive quads, power back guy who was very good in the SEC a couple years ago before injuries became an issue. 
I think it's interesting that you have him as the Thunder. And mm-hmm. then you have Pierre Strong, fastest running back at the combine. We saw his speed last year with one long run, um, 10 mm. yards a carry. I think he averaged thanks to that run. You have him in your maybe pass catcher because I'm not, I'm still not sold on his hands. You spent so much time last offseason before, I just want everyone to know, before Andy Hart made a full pivot and wisely so toward, holy smokes, this offense sucks. <laughs> Andy Hart was banging the drum of, uh, you should see the size of Sam Roberts' legs. Like the trunk on Sam Roberts is something like my like you can't stop staring at. Yep. Uh, it's like it was as if it was like Michelangelo's the David. Like oh my god, this man is it weird or anything. All right, all right. Well, he's a bit. And then you turn to yeah, I, this Pierre Strong kid. I know he was the fastest running back at the combine, but um, I had no idea he went to the NFL shop and bought Daniel Graham's hands. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. So, but I give him. When you come from a lower level of football, and I know those schools, those North Dakotas, South Dakotas, they're pumping out NFL. They're still not SEC. They're still not NFL programs. I it's think athletic this- talent, Andy. It's not. It's really not like they have football skills, and they're more athletic talent. They're not football players. Correct. Yet. So I'll be interesting to see because Ramondre Stevenson, the guy right in front of him, the guy he's seeing in every meeting and every drill made huge strides from year one to year two with his work ethic, the passing game, being more efficient, catching the ball, but also pass protection. If he just does that, watches that, follows that path that's in front of him, Ramondre Stevenson, I'll be interested to see where Pierre Strong goes in that role. But to me, it's the personnel groupings. When is Stevenson in? When does he tap out? When do they bring in Harris? When do they bring in Strong? How do they rotate those three guys through? Assuming all three are healthy and earn earn the job. I'm not just giving reps to those two young guys because they're in their second year. They got to earn mm-hmm. it. So that makes me then talk about Ty Montgomery is still under contract. He's going oh, he to is under contract. Okay. Yeah. He is and under contract. He's here. Oh, that's excellent. He has a $150,000 dead cap hit. You don't save money by getting rid of him um, early by any means. So I think his cap hits 1.5 million, not a ton. Just wait and see what happens, see who gets hurt, see if he's healthy, see if he can help. I don't know why you'd get rid of him early. Um, so, it, And you don't have a day- lot of like, uh, sorry for jumping in there, pal, but uh, you don't have a lot of like uh, miles on the tires from last season because he did get hurt in the Miami game. And oh, that yeah. was basically, it was the ankle and the shoulder. So it yeah, was no, a little bit, it was north and south. He was banged up. He There's no reason to get rid of him. See what he is. Uh, JJ Taylor is back on a futures contract. My uh, guess is I, that story has kind of run its course. I'm good. Really? I, I, I honestly, uh, I think Ty Montgomery can contribute. I'm not a JJ Taylor hater. I just like, Good I've seen, like, I've seen, I've gone to see this, like several people have told me tune into JJ Taylor and I've given it a couple episodes now. And while other people may want to binge it or hope that it'll get renewed for another season, I'm kind of out on J.J. Taylor on whatever your Patriots streaming service is. Montgomery, uh, base salary of almost 1.4, roster bonus 340, workout bonus. Fit. Yeah, I mean, like, he's not going to count that much. This is a guy who could legitimately come in and uh, uh, a play caller like Bill O'Brien could look at him and go, like, I'll find a use for you, guy. Like, you've like you've scored a lot of touchdowns at the NFL level. Like, you under, you you stood out last season. You were, like, one of the bright spots in the early dumpster fire of the Patriots offense, like, come on in, let's give you a kick. Plus, if you lose Jacoby Myers to free agency, I think I think you would then put Montgomery sort of in that versatile mix of, is he also a slot receiver? Can you use him out there? Does he have dual? Does he mm-hmm. fill a last roster spot at both positions, for example, and kind of 
you know, we had little little Jordan Humphrey last year. Is he a receiver? Is he a tight end? Uh, the little Jordan days. Don't we pine for? Don't we pine for those? Not really. Nope. nope not really. Uh, so Montgomery. But the one thing we haven't talked about: Are we just presuming, assuming that Damian Harris is long gone, hard to find, going to get money somewhere? He didn't have a great year. Was banged up. Um, yep. Not the way he probably wanted to go into free agency by any means. But are we just assuming he's gone and they're not going to bring him back on any level? Yeah, because he does love Mac Jones. He loves keeping the Bama boys together. Does he take a one-year deal for like one and a half million to try to go get that contract elsewhere? Or does somebody like Josh? Yeah, see, I don't think that's going to happen either. Does somebody like Josh McDaniels swoop in and say, I don't think I can afford Josh Jacobs. However, I can use you with a, a another scap. Like they got a lot out of Kenyon Drake last year in Vegas. Uh, I wonder if maybe they don't overpay Josh Jacobs and maybe he brings in a Damian Harris and does a little running back by committee routine, little uh, three for nine, three for 10 type of deal. Uh, it's a tax-free state. Damian Harris gets to work with someone else that he's familiar with. I could see that making a lot of sense. Yeah, I could too. Um, I My gut just tells me he's gone. Maybe it's just a change of scenery. Maybe it's a new opportunity. He sees the writing on the wall with Stevenson mm -hmm. and the young guys, and kind of he's the weird world in between. They um, drafted someone with his freaking last name and his body makeup. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like, you know, Xander should have known when they he was told to recruit Trevor Story and they bring in someone who plays shortstop. And oh, yeah, he's the second baseman this year. Uh, wait, uh, uh, the Harris jersey. Who's this guy? He looks a lot like me and he has the same last name and he's the same size. <laughs> he runs the same way. It's uh, That's exactly what's going to happen. As much as I enjoy Damian Harris's running style, because I think he's an excellent power back. Uh, it's been fun. Excellent. Solid. Can, okay. I, can we do solid? Okay. Absolutely uh, solid. Excellent. Right. I would have pushed back on. Okay. All right. So we'll uh, go, I would we'll also throw solid. a name. The, uh, the Los Angeles Rams are a team that I would just because the Kaylee connection and they oh. just, just another name. They, they've always been sort of um, circling through the running backs in recent years. They ha hasn't been a very stable position for them. Right, Sony Michelle. And I mean, you could, you could see a little cam Akers. Damian Harris combo, Damian Harris being Cam Akers insurance because one week he's a stud and he lights up fantasy. The next week he's a DNP and got three carries and two fumbles. So I could see that happening as well. So what is, you, you started with it. We never gave it. What is your interest rating? Not interest rate, because I know people don't want to talk interest rates these oh, days and various no. things. Uh, what is your interest rating number from one to 10 on the running back position in New England in 2023? Uh, between free agency, the NFL draft and beyond, I am going to give that a big fat three. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. I, I'm just, I, there are so many other positions. I think the Patriots need to prioritize that they need to spend draft capital, that they need to spend free agency money on, and they need to prioritize. You said that already. I, yeah. I um, see you fixated on, and that's why I wanted to dub this the interest rating. Mm -hmm. You fixated on the acquisition of talent aspect of a positional mm -hmm. overview. I mm -hmm. prefer to be optimistic and focus on the internal talent aspect oh, of this position. What a nice a POV. 6.75, 6 because I believe that you are going to see Ramondre Stevenson continue to evolve and close the gap on whatever 
seemingly incredible comparison. If you want to say Saquon Barkley, if you want mm-hmm. whoever you want to say, I think he's going to continue to close that gap. And I am very intrigued by the young running backs. I think this group that is the top three, mm-hmm. the three we talked mm-hmm. about that are returning, I think they are going to be um, a fun and dynamic. Yeah, I, I think they're going to make a lot of plays. And I think Billy O'Brien is going to utilize them at a high level. I know everybody's like, oh, Bill O'Brien's back. That must mean we're going to focus on the tight end. Position. Tight ends. Nope. How I'd many times do we need to say back. that on the radio or this podcast? It's not going to be a return to the Boston Tea Party. Nope. It's going to be the Boston RB party because these guys are going to be the heart of the offense and you're going to love them. Mac's going to love them. And unless this team trades for T Higgins, we may be talking about right now, the most important right, non-quarterback position. Drink, on Andy line. mentioned T Higgins. Everyone, t- everyone take a sip. Andy mentioned T Higgins. We're doing that by the way, from now on. You, uh, everyone has to take a swig every time Andy mentions T Higgins on. Hey, this would podcast. you not trade? Hey, listen, everybody wanted to give me a hard time about my column yesterday. Oh, you you tell me you're going to trade 14 for T Higgins? No, but would you trade 14 for T Higgins and 28? Swap first round picks, take T Higgins, and give him a hundred million dollars. Zero chance the Bengals are going to give the Patriots back the first round pick as well. Well, Why? I think now Why? they get the 14th pick in the draft. They move up 14 spots so they can take an uh, uh, a tackle or something. That's great. Patriots would have and to look save into the it. life of their quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like okay. Apple. And not have to pay T. Higgins. But now you've made your offense a little less dynamic as well. Maybe they think there's a receiver they can find in the second, third, fourth round that'll be cheaper that they can bring in. Or maybe they take a receiver at 14 if you want. The kid out Whoa. of TCU. That's a, uh, the oh. Johnston kid. Big, yeah. tall, playmaking kid. I'm out on that. And as far as I, I just don't see I 14th overall for T Higgins is too much. Um, T Higgins in their second round pick back. I would accept because then the Pats would have two second rounders and they might be able to draft a tackle and a tight end rounders, except he <laughs> it's very hit or miss on the t- second round. And just for everyone listening, as far as running backs that are available in the draft, uh, there's a number of talented guys. For, uh, looks like Texas is an, a running back factory as far as yes, they get a couple. They got a, including Bijan Robinson, who's expected to be the first running back taken off the board. Uh, it's I not love a great the, running back class. It's, it's no, not it's really not. I like the Gibbs class. kid out of Alabama, but we're not going to be able to just, you know, create the next TJ Yeldon. We've got enough guys. Uh, what I, yeah, what I love, what I love, Tank Bigsby, just because his name is Tank Bigsby. Sure, I would. It's not Sounds happening. Fake. They're not going to, I don't sp- think that's a real person. <laughs> That's the name, Andy. By the way, if you ever want to know if Andy Hart has checked into your hotel, just ask. Uh, excuse me, is there a Tank Bigsby staying at this yep. <laughs> Ramada? Oh, okay, excellent. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, send a case of Miller Lights up to his room. Ramada? Put it on the underhills. Staying at a Ramada? <laughs> no offense to we Ramada, a, if they want to sponsor us. Do we have a? I was going to say, do we have an official hotel sponsor? We are open for business, and there you go. There's your first off-seasonal positional preview we are talking about the running backs i give it around a three i think the patriots are reasonably set i do see ramondre stevenson damn near exploding exploding onto the scene or exploding beyond expectations this year the integration of kevin harris and pierre strong will be interesting and i appreciate the fact that andy we came at it from two sides i looked at it in terms of signing people and drafting people you looked at it from the andy hart perspective uh on the internal prospects and that's why We are who we are and bring you these unique perspectives on six rings and football things coming up next week on our off seasonal positional breakdowns. We will preview which position Andy Hart wide receiver. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I'm talking Team about. Team Higgins talk. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna tell. I'm just gonna give you a uh, teaser right now. I am. I'm at uh, full mast ten on that one. Oh, is that too much? All right, moving on. 